This is episode number 881 with New York Times bestselling author Peter Diamandis. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, a former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Eleanor Roosevelt said, the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. And J. William Fulbright said, we must dare to think unthinkable thoughts. We must learn to explore all the options and possibilities that confront us in a complex and rapidly changing world. Ooh-wee, I am excited about this interview. Man, we dive into all sorts of crazy ideas about the future, about what is possible for you in this ever-evolving, expanding, growing, technological, advancing world. And I am just, the whole time I'm blown away and excited about what's possible. What once seemed impossible for your life and for your dreams and for your purpose is more possible now than ever. And if you don't know who Peter is, he is a leader, a game changer in the world. He's a New York Times bestselling author and the founder and executive chairman of the XPRIZE Foundation, which leads the world in designing and operating large-scale incentive competitions. He's also the executive founder of Singularity University, a graduate-level Silicon Valley institution that counsels the world's leaders on exponentially growing technologies. Peter has started over 20 companies in the areas of longevity, space, venture capital, and education. He is co-founder of Bold Capital Partners and co-founder and vice chairman of Cellularity, Inc., a cellular therapeutics company. And recently, he was named by Fortune as one of the world's 50 greatest leaders. He's got a new book. It's going to blow you away. It's called The Future is Faster Than You Think, and you can pre-order it right now. It comes out January 28, 2020. In this episode, we talk about finding your MTP, or Massively Transformative Purpose, and establishing the moonshot ideas of your life. This could transform your life just this one section in the interview alone. We talk about the four keys to longevity that will extend your lifespan if you commit to them. These are huge. The three powerful questions you can ask yourself to help find your passion. So if you're asking, what is my passion? What am I supposed to be doing? What's the next step for me? This is that section. How our future is changing extremely rapidly and how we can be empowered by it instead of scared of it. And why your mindset matters over everything else and how we should protect it and care for it at all odds. Get ready to have your mind blown. Peter is just changing the world with his research, with his companies, with his ideas, and with his book. Again, make sure to share this out with your friends, lewishouse.com slash 881. While you're listening, text someone who you think might be interested in this right now. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA. Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. 
I don't know about you, but when around 3 p.m. hits, I find myself craving the right refreshment to get me through that mid-afternoon slump. New Pure Leaf Zero Sugar Sweet Iced Tea is full-flavored sweet tea, but without the sugar and the calories. It might take several bottles for you to believe that a delicious sweet tea can really have zero sugar and zero calories. But you know what they say, life is full of surprises. Or in this case, full of flavor. New Pure Leaf Zero Sugar Sweet Iced Tea. Try it to believe it. For 20% off your next 12-pack, head to Amazon and use promo code 20PureLeaf. That's promo code 20PureLeaf for 20% off. Okay, quick math. The less your business depends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep, obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite and you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks, head to netsuite.com slash greatness, netsuite.com slash greatness. Again, head to netsuite.com slash greatness. One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And in fact, I'm recording this right now while I'm in Mexico. And actually, I was thinking about something that I wanted to share because I get a lot of questions from so many people about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there that are on the go a lot like I am or traveling a lot. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start and it's like giving your home some company while you're away. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So listen, we all know life is full of yada yada, like those quote unquote free trials that somehow still charge your card for something or when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in the fine print. And I know you've dealt with yada yada before, like those bills that keep going up and up for no reason at all. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have somewhere else. And yes, it is possible to outsmart yada yada, like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is already included, but you don't take yada yada in life. So don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. When you get a new car or a new home, your first reaction might be to say things like, oh yeah, or I can't believe it, or booyah. But what you really want to say is the one thing that can get you the help you need. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm is there with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. With a State Farm agent, you know someone is there to help you choose the coverage you need. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits for you. And when you need ways to get help, State Farm gives you options there too. 
too. In person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com where their award-winning app State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And without further ado, let's dive into this interview and powerful life-changing episode with the one and only Peter Diamandis. Welcome back in one of the School of Greatness podcasts. We've got one of the biggest leaders in the world, Peter Diamandis. Good to see you, man. I'm happy that you're here. Pleasure. We've, uh, I've crossed paths with you for years and been in the same circles and know a lot of the same people. So I'm glad we finally got you on here. And a lot of people have asked, when am I going to interview you? So I'm glad we finally had a time to here I am. <laughs> make it happen, to talk about the future is faster than you think. And I love that you just mentioned about your mission, yeah. that we fear what we don't know. And, and there's such a big industry in safety of the future, right? Of bomb shelters and creating, creating all these, I don't know, materials and resources for when bad things might happen. Yeah, we're living, we're living in a world that is fear-driven to a large extent, right? And there's a reason for this. As we were evolving millions of years ago, there were so many things that could kill us. And our brains evolved a part of the brain called the amygdala that looks and listens for all the dangers in your world. And this was evolutionarily beneficial, you know, centuries and millennia ago when we were under constant threat. And when you hear something negative, it puts you on red alert and you pay immediate attention, right? So you see like a rustle in the leaves and you think a, you think a tiger rather than the wind. You see a you know, crack on the ground, you think snake rather than a stick. You have to think the worst case scenario. To save your life. Save your life. It would save your life before. Now, what happens is our news media bombards us with negative news all the time, right? I, I laughingly call CNN the crisis news network or the right. constantly negative news network. I don't have a good, <laughs> I don't have a good version for Fox, but uh, but it it is we're living in a world where listen there. Are, there are media companies whose mission it is to deliver your eyeballs to their advertisers. And if we pay 10 times more attention to negative news and positive news, that's what we're feeding. So I, you know, I, when I coach 360 CEOs every year at my abundance event right here in Beverly Hills and 5,000 entrepreneurs, and I'm saying, listen, at the end of the day, you know, run the experiment, pick up the newspaper tomorrow and count the number of positive stories to negative stories, right? It's, it's like maybe, 10 to 1 negative to positive. One out of a, yeah. And, and it's not that... It's not true. I'm not saying this is you know, fake news. What I'm saying is that there's so much amazingly positive news, you just don't hear about it because good news networks don't succeed. <laughs> and so we're bombarded, by, we're bombarded by this negative news, and it changes our mindset, yeah. and it puts us in a state of fear. And uh, fear is not a good place from which to live your life or make the world a better place. Can you be creative from a place of fear and No, you're, you're, you're restrictive. You're... you're uh, scarcity-minded, you're not creative and expansive, and you're looking to protect what you have versus wow. create something new. And so a lot of my work at the X Prize, in Abundance 360, at Singularity University, in my books, are around helping people see the world a different way. We're living, arguably, during one of the most extraordinary times in human history. Today, an individual is more powerful than, than presidents were mm-hmm. a few decades back, Crazy, more than the kings and the queens. We have access to more knowledge, energy, capital, computational power. People don't honestly know how powerful they are to, to make their dreams come to you, to transform the world, to find a problem and solve a problem. Right? So I'm, 
I'm with the entrepreneurs that I support. I said, listen, stop complaining and start solving. Go find a solution. Go find a solution because the world's biggest problems are the world's biggest business opportunities. That's true. Right? And I teach this throughout my programs. Want to become a billionaire, help a billion people. Right? This beautiful convergence that we're so powerful and we can solve these problems. Not everything, but I think a good number of them. Yeah. Now, isn't every generation or decade gonna be the best time in the world moving forward? Like, in 50 years from now, we're gonna say, this is the greatest time in history because we have this technology, right? Right, so that's what my first book, my first collaboration with Stephen Kotler, a dear friend for, for both of us, was about. I wrote a book called Abundance, The Future is, uh, is Better Than You Think, right? And it shows us that for all of human history, the world has been getting better. If you measure the world by access to food, water, shelter, healthcare, education, knowledge, information, entertainment, all of these, these factors, of course, there are issues around the environment, there are issues around all kinds of things, but we forget how much life was about survival, fundamental survival. And in the holiday season, we think about gratitude and Thanksgiving and giving, all of giving, giving. Of gifts. There wasn't that. It was, no, it was like I was a millennia ago. It's like, can I live till tomorrow? Isn't that crazy? Right? Can I find food? My, my son or daughter are sick. What's going on? Can I get the right you know, medicine man to help me you know, figure this out? We are, we're now we worry about, oh man, you know, it's like I gotta cut the grass or I've got to like, you know, I don't have enough time to see my, my soap opera. Or the, I mean, the, the stuff that, we, that, we're, that we're worried about today, we finally have the chance to take a break, a vacation from survival. And now we can think at a much higher level of how do I wanna contribute? How do I make the world yeah. a better place? Yeah. And that's an amazing place to be. Now, was there ever a time in history that was actually better that they had abundance mindset. I don't know, I'm thinking of like the, the Egyptians and the pyramids, like we've never figured out how they did those things. Yeah. Like, was there ever a period of time that was like, man, it was a glorious time? I, I think we will romanticize the past, but from mo almost all of human history, the way I describe human history, it was the king and the queen on the hilltop or the pharaoh, whatever you want, the, and the rest of 99.99% of people in absolute squalor working to try and make the king and the queen somewhat wealthy. But even if you think about it, the life of that king or queen 500 years ago doesn't compare to the poorest people here in, in LA, right? Who have, still have a cell phone, still have air conditioning, <laughs> right. still have access to an Uber, have access to all of these things, and a bathroom. I mean, the things that, that we take for granted now that would be miraculous, just decades ago or hundreds of years ago, so people think about, oh my God, we have an increasing uh, wealth gap. We do, we do, but on a different way to think about it, again, for all of human history, it was the have and the have-nots, right? Lots of have-nots. Lot 99.999% and the few haves at the top of the hilltop in the, in the castle, so to speak. And where we're moving to now is a world of a few haves and all these have-nots to the work that I'm focused on is creating a world of haves and yes, there will be super haves. Mm -hmm. But if we can create a world where every man, woman, and child has access to their basic needs, food, water, shelter, healthcare, education, all of these things, because we're, we're dematerializing, demonetizing, and democratizing these things, right? And I'll come back to that. Yes, there will be those multi-multi-billionaires living forever on Mars, but is, you know, I'd rather have that world where we uplift, where every mother knows that her kid has access to all the health they need, 
all the education they need, the water, the food, the energy, and they, they can create, you know, they're living not a world of luxury, but a world of possibility. Yeah, yeah. What is it that you think that limits us from thinking bigger? I feel like you're one of the, the, the leaders who thinks so much bigger than people's wildest dreams. Why are people limited in the way they think about what's possible for them? That's a great question. And I think it's, it is fundamentally a person's mindset. They don't give themselves, they don't allow themselves to think at that scale. Uh, what, what holds us back from allowing, even fantasizing for a moment of a big dream? Um, and I think it's, it's really ultimately giving yourself that permission and allowing uh, and getting the tools you need uh, and getting examples in your life of other people who have, it's safer not to dream big because to dream big is very risky. It's risky because people, A, will think you're crazy or B, uh, will uh, hold you to your moonshots and then you know, criticize you when you fail. And I think, but we can now, we're living in a very different age where your ability to have a vision of something significant and big, and this is what my second book, Bold, was about, how to, how to go big, create wealth, and impact the world, was saying, listen, we're living in a time right now where you can have a big idea, and you can test and iterate, test and iterate, test and iterate very rapidly until you find the right product market fit. And things can scale. You know, We're going from I've got an idea to I run a billion dollar company fashion anytime in human history. There are more unicorns than ever before because there's more capital than ever before. And entrepreneurs can come up with an idea and test it quickly. Quickly. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and fail it quickly or iterate different versions of it quickly. And that's an amazing time. Um, and so it's never been better to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, and I'm... My, I talk about this uh, in all the work I do when I'm working with people. I say, first and foremost, it's critically important for you to get clarity on your, what I call your massively transformative purpose. What are you on this planet to do? Mm. Doing anything big and bold is hard work. Hard. It's all hard work, all right? Hard. We have this, we get this incredible fantasy of what it was like to be Jeff Bezos or be Elon Musk or be you know, Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg yeah. all these guys. And the fact of the matter is we think it's easy. We think it's like start at idea and go straight to billion dollars valuation, but it's not. There are incredibly difficult times along the road, right? There is this, this period of, of launch your idea and then on the doorstep of death over and over and over again right. and not giving up. I joke that a lot of my most successful ventures are overnight successes after 11 years of hard work, Yeah. right? I know Elon well, and looking at what he did with Tesla and with SpaceX is extraordinary, but it was hard. It's still it was, hard. It's still hard, and it was on, he tells the stories of being on the, on the brink of bankruptcy, on the brink of running out of capital, and it was his sheer fortitude, right? Uh, the team at Airbnb, they iterated their idea hundreds of times to get something that works, and so, but it's possible now, mm. as an entrepreneur, where before you would, failure was a death knell. Today, it's experience. Yeah, it's almost like you have to fail multiple times in order to have the credibility, the experience to, to grow. Explain what a moonshot is, for those who maybe don't know what it is, define it. How many moonshots have you declared and, <laughs> and, and said, I'm doing this? Yeah. 
How many of them actually happened or close to happening and how many failed? Yeah, so fair question. So I, I mentioned massively transformative purpose. Let me touch what on is that. Your, what is yeah, your so, yeah. so an, an MTP is something I work with all of my entrepreneurs and CEOs around, get clarity around what's your purpose in life. You can have an MTP for yourself, for your family, for your company. And it needs to be something that you have an emotional connection with, that lights you up, that gets you excited. It can come from a place of absolute love. Like, I so want this to exist. I so am excited about creating this. It can come from a place of sheer pain. Yeah. It can come from a place like, this should not exist on the planet. I refuse to, I'm going to solve this problem, right? But it has to have a kind of emotional energy. You and I both know Tony, yeah. Tony Robbins, and emotion is a fundamental driver for human greatness. Yeah. Yeah. And so getting that MTP, right? So I've had three over my life, one meta, and they can change, they can evolve, yeah. they can change over time, they can, they, you can have one for a year, for five years, and find something else you connect with. Early on, it was making the, the earth a multi-planetary species, uh, the humanity a multi-planetary species. How do, I, how do I open up space, right? Because wow. I grew up on Apollo and Star Trek. Right. Apollo showed us what was possible. Star Trek showed us where the world was going. Right. And that lit me alive. That drove me. And that is really, and I've started a dozen space companies over the years, really to make those, make those happen. My next one was solving the world's grand challenges. And that gave birth to the X Prize and Singularity University. How do we positively impact the lives of a billion people? Because that's now possible. As an entrepreneur, I don't care where you live, you're connected to the global economy by the web, massive capabilities, access to capital on crowdfunding and venture funding yeah. and all of this. You can, an individual has the potential, if they desire, to impact the lives of a billion people on the planet. Yeah. That's the first time ever that we live in that world. Yeah, because we have scale now with our resources, Massive with scale. our reach, with distribution, right. everything, yeah. So one can, one can set that goal, so. So that's a goal of yours as well? So my second. Range Rover Sport leads by example. Picture this. Assertive on-road performance meets commanding all-terrain capability. That's the third-generation Range Rover Sport, which is the most desirable, advanced, and dynamically capable one yet. This vehicle redefines sporting luxury, offering an instinctive drive with engaging on-road dynamics and effortless composure. Now available in sleek, new stealth pack, Carpathian gray exterior wrapped in satin protective film with black accents and black brake calipers. Inside the Range Rover Sport, advanced cabin technologies like active noise cancellation and cabin air purification offer new levels of comfort and refinement. And let's not forget about the award-winning Pivi Pro infotainment system. Enjoy a dynamic drive and total comfort with optional 22-way adjustable heated and ventilated electric memory front seats with massage function. Wow, that's like a spa day while on the go. Design your Range Rover Sport at LandRoverUSA.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's gotta be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. Like when you're trying to buy tickets for the best seat at your favorite team's big game. 
or when you're hiring for your business and you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. With ZipRecruiter, you can find qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com greatness. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I believe finding the right team member is one of the most important steps in setting up my company for success. We like to ensure our new hires will be a good fit before they're even on the team. So I am grateful that I have ZipRecruiter's help when we want to grow the team fast. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash greatness. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash greatness. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. MTP, and I sort of maintained the first and built on the second, uh -huh. was using technology to, uh, to impact the world's grand challenges. And that gave birth to the X Prize, where we launch, we've launched about $200 million in prizes. Another $200 million are in development for solving some of the world's biggest grand challenges. And when a team competes for an X Prize, they actually have to do it. They have to build it and demonstrate it. And then they get the you know the world they get the money from the prize, but they keep the IP. And their goal is to develop and build this business, expand it, yeah. And then Singularity University, which I co-founded with Ray Kurzweil, is really around helping entrepreneurs get access to exponential technologies, computation, sensors, AI, robotics, 3D printing, synthetic biology, augmented virtual reality, blockchain, quantum computing. All of these technologies are openly available if you want to use them, can apply them, mm -hmm. but these are all technologies that allow us to make our impact scale to a millionfold, a billionfold. Right. And my latest area, MTP, has been around extending the healthy human lifespan. So longevity. Uh, longevity. Longevity of of a healthy longevity. How Not do you just like suffering but living forever. Yeah. But it's it's how do you and so I said a, a very simple first uh, moonshot within that area. So I think about an MTP is the canvas you want to paint on. Like this is the area I want to have an impact on. And a moonshot is a very specific goal mm. on that canvas. So in the near term, I'm focused on how do I add 30. So, so for yeah. example, you want to impact a billion lives in a positive way is the overall. Could be the old canvas, your canvas, MTP, right? But then the, the, the moonshot is it's a very longevity. specific. So a moonshot is a very specific. It's like, numbers. It's yeah, like, yeah. within 10 years, I want to do this thing to uh -huh. these many people and make this impact. So my, in, my, in the longevity space, I'm focused on how do I add 30 healthy years so that, wow. so that we have the aesthetics, we look good, the cognition, we're thinking clearly, and the mobility, we're moving clear, you know, we have strength in our movement at 100 that you had like at 60, right? So how do you make 100 years old when you're 60? And so I spent a lot of time as an entrepreneur wow. investing in that area, building companies in that area. Tony Robbins and I are writing our next book called Life Force on that topic that will come out in 2021. And because it's possible, the breakthroughs that are coming out right now that are in phase one, phase two, phase three clinical trials are extraordinary. Yeah. And I think we're really going to uh, create a bump up in, in healthy in lifespan. In lifespan. So it's, it's really about, he it's about health span, right? How do you remain healthy and vibrant? No one wants to live in a wheelchair, yeah. you know, with, with uh, depends. <laughs> what, do you what do you think that, that we could get to 
with the technology and resources we have right now, what can someone who's alive right now get to? Yeah, I think that, think? that what's kind of healthy. Yeah, I think this, this decade, right, 2020 through 2030, that we're gonna see uh, a minimum of a 10-year addition to our lifespan. Mm. I think we can probably uh, get 20 and I'm, I'm shooting for 30. Wow. But here's what's so important for people to realize, that we're living in a period of rapid exponential growth. Uh, where all of these technologies are doubling in power every 18 to 24 months. Mm. What we're seeing in AI combined with quantum computing, combined with CRISPR and gene therapy and genome sequencing and all of these things, I think are gonna enable us to understand aging as a disease, not as an inevitability. Really? Yeah, so, um, huh. so that's- So we've all had a disease our entire life. Well, so here's a question, right? When I was in medical school, I was, um, I was doing a joint uh, MD-PhD program. I ended up, after the medical degree, I stopped the PhD and just got a, a master's because I was like, no one's gonna call me doctor, doctor. So, <laughs> uh, and uh, I remember watching this TV show on long-lived sea life, that on Earth, certain species of, uh, of sharks and whales and turtles can live two, three, four, five, six, seven hundred years. No way. Yeah. And really? So, so the question, wow. like the Greenland, like the Greenland shark, uh, has a five hundred year lifespan. What? Yeah. And and how do they even track that? You know, they have by by looking at sharks that have harpoons still in them oh that were gosh. from that can you can carbon date back four hundred years Holy back. Holy cow! Stuff like that. Yeah. That's crazy. It is crazy. But at the end. Why can they and why can't we? Mm. And I remember thinking, it's either a hardware problem or a software problem. And we're beginning to understand that. There's an amazing book by a friend, Dr. David Sinclair at Harvard, who runs the Longevity Institute there. The book just came out called Lifespan. I commend it to everybody. And he talks about the information aging theory, information uh, theory of aging. And, and he believes, and he's brilliant, that we're entering a time where not only can we slow aging or stop aging, that the technology potentially exists to reverse aging. Wow, and completely. So, well, like live hundreds of so, years. So here's, right, my mission. Forever. My mission and that for all of us should be to live as long a healthy life as we can. And as we do that, we will intercept more and more treatments and technology. The world is not standing still, right? So. It's still, I mean, honestly, when people say, well, what should I do? My answers are still sleep. Yeah. You need, Eat you healthy. Need, you, need, you need seven at least, you know, I target eight hours of sleep. Yeah. As much as I, I've gotten to the point where I respect sleep more than ever. There's an amazing, another book called Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker, mm-hmm. beautiful book, and the importance of sleep. You know, human nature or nature would have evolved sleep away if it was possible, right? If you could, if an if a human species could live on less sleep, you'd be more productive. Yeah. You know, you, believe me, it's necessary. So sleep, eating right, and for me, that's a vegan diet, yeah. right? So yeah. I am. How long have you been vegan for? About uh, three years thereabouts, yeah, wow. and uh, I think the evidence is damn strong. And you know, listen, I'm not. It's not religious for me. I'll have some scrambled eggs or a sure. piece of fish once in a while. The third is exercise, for sure. Yeah. And then the fourth is mindset. Mm. You know, if, you are, if you're excited about being alive, then you're gonna live a life of purpose and meaning and contribution. Uh, and build and, healthy relationships yeah. and have community, which- And community is so critically important. Yeah, yeah. So all these things, on top of those, those are what you need to do today. On top of those, there are a multitude of 
amazing pharmaceutical biotech technologies. Stem cells and the... Uh, yeah, stem cells, with pathway manipulation, synolytic medicines, a whole slew of things that are in different stages of clinical trials. Are you right trying now. some of these yourself or? Some, um, but at the end, I think these are gonna come online over the next three to five to 10 years. So like I, like I tell my friends, it's critically important for you to stay healthy, alive, stay healthy yeah. right? Don't die from something stupid over the next 10 years so you wow. can intercept these capabilities. Really? Yeah, so and it'll probably start off extremely expensive, and then it'll be affordable for the masses. Like every technology is, yeah. right? The first cell phones cost a million bucks and worked really shitty, right? <laughs> and then now they're forty bucks and they work amazing, and everybody on the planet's got one. Yeah, uh, and that's the normal process of of technology. And so my MTPs have been opening up the space frontier, you know, positively impacting a billion people, aka solving the world's grand challenges, and now extending the healthy human lifespan. And I. And those, those become sort of what I think about, what I'm passionate about, and where I start my companies, make my investments, and where I write about. And a lot of those are in, in my next book, The Future is Faster Than You Think, because that's what I pay attention to. I spend my world and my life tracking the amazing tech developments and yeah. what do those mean across every industry? What do those mean for us as parents, as entrepreneurs, as, as humans? And how does one start to, because a lot of people will come to me and say, how do I discover my passion? How do I know what my mission is? And what's the process? You said there's something from a pain or something from yeah. a love. So is there, I'll give is you there my, a creative process for people to do that, whether they've had it once and now they lost their mission, yeah. they're looking for something new. So I've got a community called my Abundance Digital Community. It's a community of entrepreneurs that I coach every day, every week. I work with them on finding their MTP. Yeah. And some of the tricks is to say, listen, what did you want to do when you were a kid yeah. before the world, your teachers, your yeah, parents yeah. told you you couldn't do? Because sure. you can make a career out of anything. And what do you bring this childlike amazement to the world, right? So you're like on fire, you're a kid. I love this, right? It's like, it's like I love my life. I truly do in so many different dimensions because yeah. I'm playing all the time. Right? So that's the first thing I'll, I'll chat with my, uh, my uh, entrepreneurs around. The second thing is if I were to give you a billion dollars and said, listen, I want you to make the world a better place. Mm. You've got a billion dollars to spend. Uh, you can't spend it on yourself. Nothing frivolous. Make the world a better place. What would you do with it? And you can educate. You can help different groups around the world. You can make people healthier. You can stop poaching. Whatever it is, right? what, what areas light you up? And third, who do you want to be a hero to, mm. right? Who do you want to be a hero to? Who do you want to make proud of you? Yeah. Is it entrepreneurs? Is it young women? Is it old people? Is yeah. it your, your heritage? What is that? And so these are questions that one can ask to get some reflection. And then, and then I'm saying, okay, within those questions, find something. Find something that is an experiment. Write down a massively transformative purpose, right? So... My overall MTP that I will say to myself every day in the shower, every morning, or in two or three times a day, right? Uh, I will say, listen, I see, hear, feel, and know that the purpose of my life is to inspire and guide the transformation of humanity on and off the earth, right? Mm. So I am about inspiring people like that. and guiding people. Wow. We're gonna create a transformation of the human race where we are in the midst of this massive transformation as exponential technologies are accelerating. And 
we're going to be creating this transformation on and off the earth. And my mission is inspiring and guiding entrepreneurs to make the world a better place. Right? I think entrepreneurs, leaders are all about finding and solving problems. And the more entrepreneurs finding problems, solving problems, the more problems get solved, the world, the world gets better. So find an MTP statement that, that you can write down, memorize, you know, inspire and guide the transformation of humanity on and off the earth. The off the earth place in the nine-year-old kid in me, right? Because so that's your dream. That's my dream. And so inspiring and guiding is what wow. I love to do on the stage, in the world, yeah. wherever it might be. And, and then try out your MTP, share it with your husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, kids, whatever it is, to the people that you're most embarrassed to share it with and, and <laughs> f- see how it feels in your heart. Mm. Right? You have to be able to say it proudly, consistently, without, without reservation, and because it then becomes guiding you as to where you go, what you do or don't do. It's, it's a, it becomes a clear, bright line about this is inside of it, this is not. Mm-hmm. Have you ever doubted yourself? Of course. Um, and, I think, and, when, and when do you have those moments of doubt? So the bigger you go, the greater your moonshots, uh, <laughs> the more the doubt mounts. And at the end, uh, you have to accept that failure is an option, otherwise you're stuck in incrementalism, right? Uh, I, I teach this and I, I say, listen, the day before something is truly a breakthrough, it's a crazy idea, mm. right? So if, if you're trying to create something and it's not, a crazy idea for most everybody else, it's not gonna be a breakthrough. It'll be an expected small incremental improvement. Like if people say, yeah, sure, of course. You know, you can, you can increase your sales by, mm-hmm. by 10% or 20%. I think you can work harder, you can do the right thing. But if I said, listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna 10X by, a th- I'm gonna go increase by 1000% or I'm gonna create something, it's like, that's a crazy notion. And and in order for you to really drive a breakthrough, you have to be willing to step over the line mm-hmm. into crazy and not know how you're gonna get there, wow. right? How did, how did we figure out the knowing? So I think ultimately you have to be, have to get to a point of, is it impossible? Meaning, am I disobeying the laws of physics here, right? right. Uh, is there some evidence to show that this is possible. Doesn't have to be direct evidence, but someone else in a different area has done something of the of the same scale, or there's some or analogy, right? There's something to say that this is this is possible. I don't know how to get there. I'm not 100 percent sure I can, but the fact that these things have done something similar gives me the belief that I can. There's a uh, a fundamental belief, and now I just have to figure it out, mm. right? So. Uh, in bold, I tell the stories for Richard Branson and Larry Page and Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and, and look at sort of billionaire thinking at scale. And it's from a fundamental perspective, each of them have their own leap of faith, right? And it's kind of crazy and yet you create the future, right? I, one of my, I have a whole set of Peter's laws, and one of them is the best way to predict the future is create it yourself, uh-huh. right? And right. We, we, are create, we create the future all the time, but it's hard. It's really it's hard. It's friggin' hard. It <laughs> Everyone's is, against you except and, for maybe a few people, right? And it's like the chances of success are potentially low, 
And so how do you, it has to be something you're sufficiently willing to pursue. The, the energy has to be there, right? So a few, of my, a few of my ventures like Zero Gravity Corporation, which we used parabolic flights to fly Stephen Hawking and so many people and the XPRIZE Foundation. I mean, they were decade-long problems and the, the companies crashed and burned you know, dozens of times. There were hundreds really? of no's. Yeah. Wow. But it's like, it's like my energy, it's like three o'clock in the morning looking literally myself in the mirror and saying, I refuse to give up. Wow. And it, it, that kind of energy is what it takes to keep going. How do you not doubt yourself for the next big moonshot then? Once, if you see something fail and everyone says no, how do you continue to say, I believe in this idea? Yeah. I believe in myself. This is you know, possible. It has to be, ultimately, fundamentally, has to come from your heart and your soul. It has to be something that it's worth risking yourself on, yeah. right? And by the way, ultimately, it's also, we don't start way up here. You know, it's, you don't go from A to Z. It's like, you know, your first 10X can be from A to B and then B to C and C to D. And, and the more, you know, successes you have, this is the life of an entrepreneur, right? When I teach entrepreneurs about raising capital or starting companies and so forth, it is call your shot of something you're gonna do. Mm -hmm. Have people watch you make that happen and then they'll invest in you to take your next shot and your next shot and your next shot. So I write about this in Bold where I created a space university. I created yeah. a university uh, when I was about 28 years old, which is now a, a beautiful multi-hundred million dollar university in Strasbourg, France that, wow. that, that teaches all the top space uh, leaders around the planet. And it was a, you know, my first, my first step was I held a conference to study the idea of it. Mm -hmm. Found my co-founders. The next step was we held a, a summer program. We borrowed the campus of MIT. The next step sure. was we repeated that. And finally, we, created, we, hold, we held an international global competition for a campus in Strasbourg, France, won that competition. Wow. Anyway, it was just- So it was a process know, over a decade. Or, yeah, and, yeah, and that's okay, especially as our lives get longer. <laughs> We've got more time. And sometimes the impossible are gonna take longer than a few years to reaching this big moonshot. It's gonna take- potentially decades, maybe not as long, but it's gonna take time, right? And if you love what you're doing, if this is truly your massively transformative purpose, you will learn and you will grow, and even if you fail, you will have an amazing time. And you've loved it. You've loved it. You loved the experience, the people you got to meet, the things you got to learn. Yeah. Huh. So when you, when you face doubt, what do you say to yourself to help you get back on track, to be confident and I think poised. I go back to the fundamentals of why this is important to me. I connect with the emotional energy. It's like, I, I'm so lucky to mm -hmm. be working on this, right. right? This is the kid inside me. Uh, this is possible. There is someone out there in the world who will capitalize this or who will provide that technology. And, and I think ultimately, if I can't survive that doubt, then maybe this is not the right thing for me to doing. Mm. If the energy isn't there, then I need to reevaluate if this is the thing for right. me. Right, your vision and your, yeah. You said you have two boys, right? Two, yeah. Eight-year-old yeah. eight yeah. boys? And they're fraternal twins, yes. Did anything shift in you? Because I don't have any kids. Yeah. We've got an amazing relationship, but don't have any kids yet. Yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did anything shift in you in your 
thinking process of I need to think bigger when your when your two boys were born, or I need to be a little more cautious. I need to like play a little bit like maybe the moonshot can be like a I don't know. I think I, was, I, had, shot. I had the <laughs> Strat- Cla- Strat- cloud shot. Sure. Cloud shot. Yeah. <laughs> So I had, I had the boys later in my life, uh, so I had gotten some of the, the sort of the fundamentals. Um, I mean, listen, I, I respect you the fact- You made money, you are safe, you had yeah, credibility. Yeah, I, I built a little bit of, yeah, credibility and had some capital and so forth. Not as much as, I, as anybody uh, <laughs> necessarily wants, but right. at the end of the day, it really hasn't changed my life that much other than my priorities. So I prioritize spending time with them a lot more. Mm. And I can do that given where I am in life right now, where I'm calling the shots in my companies and when I start my day and end my day is up to me and not somebody else. But, uh, and so I love seeing the world through their eyes yeah. and, um, and I think about the world through their eyes, right? So, you know, they're eight years old and I just spent, you know, the last, year and a half working on this book, The Future is Faster Than You Think, looking at the next decade and the next 50 years, but focusing the next decade in the fields of reinventing education, transportation, entertainment, healthcare, finance, food, real estate, energy, all of these fields, and they're gonna live a very different life. And I don't think people realize how fast the world is changing. You know, we humans don't like change. We like to wake up in the morning and know that the world is the same as it was the night before. But the world is changing faster. In fact, I've got an entire chapter in the book called The Acceleration of the Acceleration. Wow. That the rate at which technology is accelerating is itself accelerating. And we're heading towards a world where things are gonna change at a blinding speed. And- Because uh, when did the iPhone even come out? The first 12 years ago. 12 years ago. Right. And 2007. 2007. And, and look what we've done in 12 years. Yeah, and it's incredible where, you know, where, the, where the, the tech has gone. So some of the stuff that's going to be happening in that same time frame looking forward, I write a lot about AI, hopefully in a way that people can understand, appreciate, easy to, to, um, to really um, apply to their lives. But Ray Kurzweil's prediction is that within a decade, by 2029, we're going to have human-level AI. So what happens when everything in our world is smart? Everything in the world is smart. The kids' toys, the kitchen, the, you know, you're talking, we have a version of Alexa and Google Home and Apple HomePod and all of these things, which are the earliest days. But very soon, the world's gonna become automatic and magical where you walk in and the world is adapting itself to you. They're having it's, conversations with you. Yeah, They're asking you questions. We're all gonna have a version of, what I, of Jarvis. Remember Jarvis from uh, Iron Man? Uh-huh. It's crazy. Uh, and so where you're going to give permission to your AI to listen to your conversations, read your emails, wow. look at your blood chemistries, all of those things, because when you do that, your AI is presenting you all the information just in time. Like, when's the last time we met? You know, what's your birth date? Where, all of that. It's, it's, and then it's like if you walk in and your AI is judging you as a little bit depressed, it may change the music, music and the, the, the lighting. And, the, and they bring up a television show that is, it is you know, the comedy from your latest, you know, your favorite Adam Sandler movies, whatever it is. And ultimately, it's about making, your world is going to adapt to you versus you adapting to your world. Your AI is doing all your shopping for you. Nothing's ever out. 
Um, and Everything's the, automated. And it impacts all kinds of industries, like, right, so if AI is doing a shopping for you, buying things that it knows you need, or it was watching where you looked and you spent a few extra moments focusing on someone's shoes and it knows you liked it because it can tell your blood, your blood rate, your heart rate went up and you had sort of your, your fixated an extra tenth of a second on that. And then it, you go all of a sudden, a pair of shoes show up. You go, oh, that's so nice. Thank you for those shoes. Wow. But all of a sudden, there's no longer advertising. Advertising is about influencing you, right? right? Advertising is not going to With Capella University's FlexPath learning format, you can earn your degree online at your own pace and get support from people who care about your success. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've learned the hard way that constantly holding on to your emotions and repeatedly choosing to not talk about your feelings will only make you feel worse and worse. And up until about 10 or 11 years ago, I was afraid to talk about my trauma that I experienced. And I know we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to fit your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Lewis today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-E-W-I-S. Influence your AI. So a lot of change is coming across the world. And so my kids probably will never drive. Wow. Right? They're going to be living in a world where uh, autonomous cars are de facto for them. They're going to hop in the car and take me to Billy's house, and it takes you off, and that car is safer than any human driver. And we're living in a world in which energy is ubiquitous and uh, basically abundant, available water, food, energy. This is the way it's going we forget how fast the world has changed, right? The fact that today you can know anything you want, right? I mean, you're just, just- Hey Siri. Hey Siri, exactly. Tell me this. Right? You can talk to anybody. You can download and watch a movie running through the airport. <laughs> we forget how amazing the world is, right? It's magical it's today. It's magic. Yeah. And it's just getting more and more. I just, you know, I moved a year and a half ago. I remember moving my old one house to another house. I opened the desk drawer and I had like six old iPhones and, uh, and, and, and Pixel, Google Pixel phones in my drawer. And I'm like, what am I gonna do with these? Am I gonna donate them or whatever? Each one of those would have been a CIA or KGB secret they would have killed for you know, 20 years ago. And now we think nothing of them. Disposed, trash, yeah. goodwill, whatever. Exactly. Does the future make us dumber or smarter with the acceleration of acceleration of technology? So if everything is done for us, do we even have to think? Yeah, so it's a good question. And I think the answer is we're empowered to think at newer levels, at higher levels. Bigger so problem solving. Bigger, bigger problem solving, following our dreams. Most people on the planet <laughs> are in a job because that's how they feed their family. That's how they get insurance. It wasn't their dream. They didn't grow up wanting to you know, dig ditches or stock boxes or clean bathrooms, whatever the case might be. It was what was available for them to 
get food on the table or get insurance. And imagine a world in which everyone can educate to whatever level they want, where we separate working for income for, from working for pleasure, desire, contribution. I also think uh, one of the things I talk about extensively in the book is a world of, in which we're going to head to a point where you can know anything you want, anytime you want, anywhere you want. Let me double click on this. So by 2020, by the end of next year, we're going to have 20 billion connected devices, right? My Apple Watch, my, my uh, Aura Ring, I've got a little embedded RFID chip over wow. here, my, my phone, all these things are connected. And we're also going to head to a world of a trillion sensors, right? So there's sensors everywhere. In this room alone, TV, the lights, the cameras, right, all these the, cameras. The, the we've, got, we've got probably a hundred sensors, if not a, a couple hundred sensors within a few meters of us right here. Wow. But it goes a step further. We're heading towards a world by 2030 of 100 trillion sensors where everything is being measured all the time. Everything is being seen. A single autonomous car going down the road has got, you know, is taking in gigabits of data, right? It's thousands seeing, of sensors on it. It's seeing, it's seeing yeah. everything. That's one autonomous car. You know, thousands of autonomous cars are seeing everything. Our forward-looking yeah. uh, forward augmented reality glasses that we're going to be wearing, drones and satellites. So we're heading towards a world where you can ask a crazy question like, hey, what's the average color of a man's blouse on Madison Avenue today? Oh my and, gosh. And know, and know that answer in a moment. And then you can go on to say, was there any kind of an advertising campaign that correlates with that particular dress or blouse or, or suit, whatever it is? And so we're heading towards a future in, I, in which it's more important to ask great questions mm. than what you know. And so when I drop my kids off at school, I say to them, and they, they will uh, <laughs> roll their eyes at me now because of this, but they'll say, ask great questions today. And what questions did you ask? Right? And I talk to CEOs and entrepreneurs, and I say, listen, it's the questions you ask, not what you know. So why didn't Avis and Hertz ask the questions that would have led to Uber or Lyft, right? Why didn't Intercontinental and Hyatt and Hilton say, how do we double the number of rooms we have without spending any dollars on CapEx, right? So asking, learning to ask crazy questions creates incredible opportunities. So for my eight-year-olds, I think we're going back to that root of the yes. question, I think about the amazing world they're living into, that all of these things are changing, that, that less important what they learn, but they learn how to learn, that they learn to be empathic individuals, that they learn mm -hmm. how to tell great stories, that they learn how to connect with their emotions, that they learn how to ask great questions. It's not how you find the least common denominator. Here's a question for you. This might be weird, but okay. <laughs> this might be weird. But if you're able to semi-predict the future of longevity, yeah. and there are potential parents listening who are wanting to have kids, yeah. and you said, you know what, if you just waited an extra this many years, your kid would actually live 50 years longer or, or something longer. If you actually waited for them to actually be born, they would have a greater chance of living 30 years longer or 10 years Is this the conversation with your girlfriend? No, I'm okay. just like, just curious. <laughs> I'm just having like, you said ask different questions. So, like, so I'll give you, you know, should uh, we wait five I'll, years? I'll give, you, I'll give you that. So right now, I think kids born today potentially have an indefinite lifespan. 
today. Gotcha. Yeah, I, wow. I don't think, I mean, we're seeing incredible forward progress. Wow. Anybody who is pregnant uh, or plans to be pregnant in the near term, I have one piece of advice, which is you should bank your child's placenta. So don't oh, give it away to the hospital and let them sell it to some stem cell guy in well, Panama. And- so, <laughs> so in, in, in all seriousness, um, right. so I backed my kid's placenta and yeah. full disclosure, one of my companies, I co-founded is a company called Cellularity right. and it has a division called Life Bank USA and it is in the business of banking placentas. Right. Now, up wow. until now, Amazing. what has happened is we have done People have known about cord blood, where you save mm-hmm. the, uh, the blood from the umbilical cord. And that is useful from the perspective of knock on wood or any other tradition you want. Your child should have a, a lymphoma, hematological cancer of some type. That cord blood contains the original stem cells from your bone marrow. And what you can do is you can irradiate the child, wipe out their bone marrow, and then give back their stem cells to repopulate their bone marrow and get rid of the cancer. Wow. And so this is viable, and people bank cord blood for the first 18 years of the kids, and it saved thousands of kids' lives. Wow. But there's another step before that. I think of the placenta as the 3D printer that manufactures the baby, right? The placenta is the organ that supplies all the cells to create all of the tissues and organs that make your baby. And that placenta is got the original, it's the boot disc. And it's so recreated essentially. You can, the placental cells are gonna give you the ability later in life to regrow a heart, liver, lung, kidney, wow. right? So we're it's heading- like, It's a 3D printer for your body. And, and so I, wow. I, for the time being right now, saving a child's placenta, uh, there may be other companies, but lifebankusa.com is one, at the end, for me, it's like a moral and ethical obligation. If you can afford it, you how should. Much, how much does it cost us to bank uh, up the center for a year? You know, it's, uh, it's in the order of $1,000 to $2,000 to do the initial banking, and then it's like uh, 100 or 200 bucks a I year. have a friend whose wife is being induced tonight at 2 a.m. Can he do that? Yeah, let me just, so. You have the pricing here? I, I, <laughs> the, I, 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 my friend is literally having, he texted me right before he walked and said, placental tissue, it's $2,200 for a one-time payment. So a couple grand for it's a couple, year it's for a few couple years of grand. For, uh, let's see, uh, adding placental tissue. So that's for a one-time one-time payment. If he wanted, and to, then a multiple-time payment. How does someone have if they have a baby tonight? Is it possible to gift him this or? Oh shit! I have no idea. Is it too late? I I I, I don't I don't know. But they can go. How, to, I can they, tell them to save the percent. Uh, uh, like, a life bank USA. A life bank. USA.com is the website. Anyway, I, my, my point simply being, and, and I, I don't want to be selling sure, uh, sure. this on the show. It's, I just feel like there are, wow. we're heading towards a magical world, yeah. right, in longevity for ourselves, for our children. And I think one of the things that's amazing for women is there's been this extraordinary pressure on women to choose between career and family because I have to you know, have a baby by age 35, 35 really, right? Yeah. And then of course, there's this mythology because in Hollywood where you can have a baby till 45 and it's bullshit. You start having difficulties after age 35, but there are technologies now for banking unfertilized eggs, easily banking fertilized eggs. There's also technology for using stem cells to repopulate 
the ovary for additional eggs that's being worked on. And I think it's a, it's a blessing for women because this is truly the, the century forward for women taking leadership roles. Men have screwed up <laughs> enough. Yeah, right, right. But to empower them to, to like build a career, create their desires, and have a family without having to sacrifice health. Yeah. Do you feel like in the future when <clears throat> these trillions of sensors are there providing us information, giving us the answers to how many people are driving on Santa Monica Boulevard right now to however men are wearing certain colors, yeah. anything we want at any moment, how many people are in the building right now, all these different things, to the point where we're safe, we have resources, will that still, in my mind, there are already people today who are super lazy when they have a baseline. So when they have an abundance of everything available, will that make people more hungry or less desire? For, it's like the kids, like when you have a rich parent who's got kids, it's like, how do you get the hunger inside of them? You know, I've seen both, you know, and I think we all know kids of successful parents who are spoiled and lazy and kids who are incredibly hungry. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure that, I think that when we are heading towards a world where we can make almost anything happen in a world in which we have access to all of the capital and technology we need, it's really connecting with a purpose in life that is the most important thing. Because if you've got a meaningful purpose, if you're excited about life, then ultimately- yeah. You'll be hungry. You'll be hungry, yeah. right? And, and what we can do is much, much greater. I mean, the ability to think about and talk about this that we talk about today, of living on Mars, extending the healthy human lifespan. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. I love that you ask your kid, your boys, to, to ask great questions every yeah. day. What's one or two questions that we could all ask ourselves or ask someone else every single day that will help us improve our life? So, I mean, for me, it's when I go to sleep at night, I think about what are the three things I'm most grateful for today? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? And they're never about some business deal. Yeah. It's always about the moment I spent with my kids or the way I, was, I had a chance to uh, touch somebody's life or yeah. when someone said, Peter, I, listen, I love your work. I read, you know, I read this or I'm part of your organization here, whatever it is. And that's like a meaning. You know, it's like, wow, I let that rarely, but sometimes can let that touch me. So it's the end of the day that in the morning, um, it's what are the three most important things I should do today, right? That if I do these things today, uh, it will be a great day. Mm. So it's, you know, those are, for me, uh, things that I do. And ultimately, there's one fundamental question, and I, I do this with all the CEOs I work with. Do you know what your massively transformative purpose is? Do you know why you're on this planet? Do you know the purpose of what your mission is today? It can, be, it can, it can have just materialized yesterday. It can be from your childhood, whatever it is. But do you know that? Do you, are you connected to that? And if you're not, then I would posit it's one of the most important things you can do. To get clarity to on To get that. clarity, to get yeah. crystal clarity of what it is that drives you, right? So for me, my, um, it's what I work with my entrepreneurs around. And even, it's amazing, I have this singularity diversity. I hear amazing things which brings who go there all yeah, the time. Incredible things, right? And, and half of the class, we run graduate programs, we run executive programs, Abundance 360 is the highest tier part of that. And I'll ask, do you know, ask in the positive, how many people here are crystal clear about what their, what their MTP is in life? 
and less than half the arms will go up. And these are the leaders of the are, world. Right. Yeah, and they're, and they're working on, you know, they're running on a treadmill, mm -hmm. uh, and they're working faster and harder, but it's unclear towards what end. For what purpose? For what purpose. And so I think once you get that, it will help you decide what you should and should not do. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, those are- It's not gonna be hard. It's not gonna be easy. Oh no, <laughs> it's, but, it's, but even if you fail along the way, you are, you are learning, you are advancing in some way, right? You don't have to actually hit the Grand Slam home run, but if you move the, if you move the conversation forward in your community, in your own mind, you make, you're helping achieve that. Yeah. Is there anything missing in your life? And what is that? Wow. Well, uh, I think it's probably focus. We had this conversation. <laughs> it's probably the notion that uh, I'm, you know, I'm on my 22nd company uh, working. This is my third book. I've got number four and five coming out. Mm -hmm. And the experiment I haven't done is like, like stop and do one thing. <laughs> <laughs> what if you, if, Don't uh, ask me. If, if, you Don't ask to, if you were forced to eliminate everything but one thing. Yeah for five years. Yeah, invite me back next year. <laughs> <laughs> you got too many CEOs you're working with and companies you run. Uh, so you couldn't make a decision of what you would No, it's, it's, it, is, it is tough, it is hard for me. I love what I do so much and I love the art. For me, entrepreneurship things. is an art form. Yeah, I, love, I, love I love the creative energy. It's a challenge. It's yeah. so many, you have so many opportunities. You get to work with the biggest leaders in the world. Everyone wants to partner with you on something. Yeah. How do you choose? So it goes back to- uh, Does what, it support the mission? Yeah, right? it, yeah, it goes back to the MTP and it goes back to an honest evaluation is, am I excited about it? Do I really honestly feel excited about it? Because I'm at a point in my life where I should only do those things that I'm excited about. Yeah. And I have an amazing team around me who help protect me in that regard. Mm -hmm. And they'll call bull on they me. They say no to these, yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll say, listen, no. <laughs> Focus, <laughs> like, we've got this to do right now. <laughs> and I, I respect that because I'm you know, on a treadmill of wanting to help people, wanting to say yes, I can do that, I can take yeah. that red eye, I can yeah. go squeeze this in. And the other thing that's interesting is as a dad of two eight-year-olds, I trade everything against time with them. So it's like if I am, if I do this, is it trading against time with them? Mm -hmm. And so that's really an interesting. Um, you talk about the future, but, but do you ever think it's possible to go into the past and get time back? No, of course not. I talk a lot about the idea of creating abundance. Let me take a moment and talk about this because it's a fundamental precept of the future is faster than you think. So we are creating, we're going from a world of scarcity to a world of abundance. And, and people say, well, what does that mean? Well. You know, your cell phone is giving you access to an abundance of information. You can know any information you want, right? Never was the case before. Your cell phone is giving you an abundance of communication. You can talk to anybody on the planet instantly by just, you know. A push of a button. Push yeah. of a single button. We're heading towards a world where we have an abundance of energy, going from scarcity of energy to abundance of energy. So think about it. Hundreds of years ago, we used to go and kill whales on the ocean to get whale oil to light our nights, Crazy. right? Then we ravaged mountainsides for coal. Then we started drilling kilometers under the ocean floor for oil. And you know, the cost of coal is five to six cents per kilowatt hour. The cost of solar today unsubsidized in South America is under two pennies. It's 1.75 cents. We're heading towards under a penny per kilowatt hour. 
So we're heading towards a world, you know, we have 6,000 times more energy, 6,000 times more energy that hits the surface of the earth than we consume as a species in a year. So there's plenty of energy, it's just not, not usable form. We're consuming it yet, right? we're not packaging it yet. And we are heading rapidly towards a world where we have all the energy we want from the sun, and that's putting aside all the amazing tech work and fusion that's going on. And algae and all these other things, yeah. But we're also living in a world where the, the sunniest countries, or I say the poorest countries in the world are the sunniest countries in the world, right? Really? And so if you Why think about it? that, well, just because of the, the heat of the equator and, and so forth, I mean, South, South and Central America, Africa, Middle East, all of those countries are super sunny and they've got the lowest GDP economies, but they're gonna be able to get all the energy they need. All of it. And so in almost every single area, food, energy, water, healthcare, education, we're heading towards a world of abundance. And the reason that we're creating more and more abundance isn't just better politics, isn't we're lucky, it's the impact of these technologies. Right? Technology takes whatever was scarce and makes it abundant over and over again. I mean, you want to throw out a topic and I'll show you a, a scarcity to abundance? Any topic? What you- yeah, you can pick any, any area that you think is scarce. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Well, first thing that came to mind was female leaders. Okay, and, and so, but let's talk about- You're talking about like resource, like- uh... So, you know, I think one of the things that we can think about is, we can think about leaders, we can think about even genius on the planet. Uh-huh. Um, and so it used But now to, it's abundant, everyone's a genius. Well, sense, right? but, but I think the point I wanna make there is it used to matter where you were born, what family you were born into, what language you spoke, all those things limited your ability. The school you went to, yeah. As a woman, as a human, right? If you were born into the wrong religion, the wrong culture, in the wrong village that wasn't near a school or a telephone, you didn't have the chance to become a bright light. Mm-hmm. And so we're now heading towards a world where, you know, in the next six years, we're gonna be connecting every single human on the planet at gigabit connection speed. So you could self-educate and become a connected leader, male, woman, you know, whatever religion, whatever ethnic group, you could rise to the highest level of your ability in this connected ecosystem because technology gives you the platform to do that. And so these things, you know, one of the examples people say is, well, diamonds are scarce. And that's BS. Diamonds are not scarce. There's an amazing company up in the, in the valley I speak about called the Diamond Foundry as a machine about the size of a refrigerator, in one end comes water, methane, electricity, at the other end comes perfect diamonds. No way. Yeah, six, eight, 10 carat diamonds, 20 carat diamonds. If you'd like imperfections, they can add that. You no want color, way. you can add that. So wow. we're creating abundance, even time, right? So people say, well, time is scarce. Yes, time is scarce. But if you wanted to, to learn some information before, you'd have to go and mm-hmm. get in your car, drive to the library, hope they have the book, 
you know, and then there today- There's a waste of multiply time now. Today, yeah. it's called save time, right? Yeah. I can save time in all the things I do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm a private pilot, I fly a couple of planes, ultimately, I save time at LAX, right? So I'm buying back time, and then we can add time in the back end through all the conversations on longevity we talked about. Right, it's amazing. If I could, let me tell people the the book, my purpose in in writing this book was to give people a positive view of the future. Mm -hmm. People fear what they don't understand. And I'm, in this book, uh, we look at all the exponential technologies, and we look at new business models, and we look at how the world's gonna be changing over the next 20 years. We look at transportation, education, healthcare, entertainment, advertising, insurance, finance, technology, food, all of these areas, and uh, with the purpose of saying, listen, this is what the business models have been, this is where the world is going. Mm-hmm. Massive opportunities, right? We're gonna create more wealth in the next 10 years than we have in the entire past century. So it's, we're also gonna transform every single industry. So rather than being fearful of where the world is going, my job here is to lay out to folks. The book's coming out at the end of January, January 28th. If folks are interested in the book, we have an incredible um, advanced campaign here. People go to uh, futurefasterbook.com. We've got $800 worth of, uh, of giveaways and benefits. So if you order a copy of the book, for example, you'll get a digital copy of Abundance and Bold, my first two books in addition, okay. right? And then there's a whole bunch of other things on top of that if you order more than one. But What's the link again? It's uh, futurefasterbook.com. Cool. And, and ultimately, my goal is help People fear what they don't understand. People fear as things are changing faster and faster. I want folks to realize, don't be fearful, feel empowered. Yeah. Feel blessed to be alive. Feel the power you have to solve the problems you care about for your kids, for your family, for your species, whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah. get excited. Get excited, yeah, it's an amazing time. I've got a few final questions for yeah. you. With all the opportunities and the technology and the acceleration and the acceleration happening, what's the one single most important skill we should all be developing? Is it to learn the power of storytelling, learn the, how to dream bigger, learn Spanish? I mean, what's the skill yeah, so that I think, everyone did? I think um, it's hard for me to pick one ever on anything. Yeah. <laughs> I have a, a disease couple, around a that. So I do think, again, understanding what drives you, understanding your passion. Because when you understand your passion, it allows you to focus. If you know what you love, what your purpose is, you see the world differently. If I, if I said there's a fire and you look around the room, you see a fire extinguisher, it has very different meaning for you. Mm-hmm. So if you're clear about your passion, when you are encountering people, having conversations and so forth, you can pull from them or learn from uh, situations, stuff that feeds your passion and you'll look for it, you'll self-educate. So that's one thing, learning the skill of asking great questions. Yeah is I think really important. I think ultimately it's constant self-education. People forget that educate, you know, advanced education, college and graduate school and so forth, isn't one and done. Mm-hmm. So 100 years ago, the average male would live into the late 30s. Really? 38, 39, 40, yeah, that was average age for, for men. And so you would go to school, you graduate at age 22, and whatever you learn had to last you 18 years. Wow. And things didn't move very quickly then. Uh, women fared better, they lived longer, but 
ultimately, you would have an 18-year run rate. And, and today, a few years after you graduate, whatever you've learned is out of practice, and it's accelerating. So we have to create a practice of, of constant self-education. Mm. And so whether it's listening to a podcast like this, or whether it's reading, or whether it's Google News Alerts, so I've done something in my life, which is I have turned off the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, I honestly... Toxic. It's toxic, right? I mean, I don't need to hear more about impeachment proceedings politics, you know, or yeah. politics, all of this. At the end, if it's entertainment for you, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But people will spend hours consuming the news. And, Living in fear, worrying, and it, it drives Your mindset yeah. is your most, most valuable asset. Your mindset matters more than anything else. And so if you have a positive mindset about the world, people want to work with you, they want to be with you, you see opportunities. If you've got a scarcity negative mindset, it's debilitating. And so I don't want some editor of a newspaper or TV radio show to tell me what they think is important. It's like, no, thank you. I will will learn the things that are relevant to me. Mm. If there's something that is significant to myself, my family, my, my social network, the news will come to me. It's, it's, not, it's not like I'm in danger of not knowing what's going on in the world, but I'll take that extra time and I'll learn. Right, right. Someone asked me this question last night, and this was one of the last three questions I yeah. have. So this, and I just, I'm curious your response. He said, if I've got an envelope that has the date that you're gonna die, yeah. at some, one point you're gonna have to be gone. Yeah. Let's just hypothetically say, right? Yeah. Even though you don't believe it, you would extend it forever, right. but let's just say, it's 500 years, it's five years, whatever. Yeah. And you could choose to open it and know the exact date and time. Yeah. Would you open it? No. And why not? Not at all. Because I want to live life driven by different, different elements and not driven by a fear of death. Mm. Wouldn't it inspire you to say, okay, well, let me focus my energy and attention on with the time that I have left? I think so. I just feel ultimately that... It's not something that I would want to do. Okay. Now, okay. So let's imagine that. Let's imagine it is your. Though, though, though there is, you know, I just put out a blog. I put out a blog every uh, two blogs a week. I just put out a blog about Martine Rothblatt today, who's an amazing woman. She'll be uh, speaking at my Abundance 360 CEO Summit this year. Opened the blog and I said, "Your daughter." This is a true story for her. Your daughter has just been told. You just learned your daughter has five years to live because she's a disease. Wow. What do you do? A, do you try and make those five years the most comfortable, loving, or B, do you go heads down and cure the disease? Wow. Right? And so Martine uh, did, did, the, uh, did the, uh, the curing approach, did the latter, and actually with no biology background, with, it was, she was an, a lawyer in the telecom business, went and tracked, found a cure to her daughter's disease. No way. And ended up building a $4 billion pharmaceutical company towards that but i mean did she cure her daughter yeah she cured no her daughter way. yeah uh, absolutely wow. and and it's extraordinary so this is i mean the mindset if i was told <laughs> i'm going to tell you what you what when you're likely to die and what you're likely to die from and you have a chance of curing it solving it then 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 i'm all in then i'm like right. open the goddamn envelope and like i'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna pummel pummel the situation into, into, yeah, into yeah, submission yeah. right sure sure because that's the world we're living in today wow. where if you've if you know a problem, you can ultimately solve it. That's it. Okay. This is a question I ask everyone at the end called the three truths. So imagine this is your last day many, many years from now. Yeah. It's just you, it's the day 
you're about to turn the lights off, yep. you're 500 years old, right? Let's just imagine. <laughs> okay. And you have created every piece of content, you've achieved every moonshot, you've written every book you can imagine. You've said it all. You've lived all your dreams. Your kids have, everything's good. But for whatever reason, you have to take all of your work with you. The content, your message, videos, books, it's all gonna go with you to the next realm, wherever you're going. But you get to leave behind three things you know to be true. That this is the message to the world, that they only have these three lessons that you would share with the rest of us. What would, you, what would be your three truths? My three truths. Um, they wouldn't have anything else to have access to your content. It's only these three things that you know to be true um, the world would have. The pursuit of truth is one of the most fundamental important things, that we are empowered to solve any and all problems, that we are not victims. We are powerful, I will say godlike with a small g, and empowered to transform and, and solve the world's biggest problems. I think that uh, love is the most powerful force in the universe. Mm-hmm. That's powerful, yeah. I love that. Mm. Well, I want to acknowledge you for a moment, Peter, for your ability to dream and think. The way you think, the way you dream, the way you execute on your dreams is inspiring to so many people around the world, and you're transforming a billion lives every single day. So I acknowledge you Thank for you. your gifts, your love, your, the light that you shine, and, and your ability to enroll the world and humanity in your vision is really inspiring. Make sure you guys get the book. The future is faster than you think. You can go to the link. Yeah, and get so it's future, futurefaster.com, uh, futurefasterbook.com, and there's a whole bunch. I mean, my mission is get people, get this, get this vision out, if you're interested in my work, abundance.digital is my entrepreneur's digital community. A360.com is my CEO community. And uh, ultimately, my, my goal is really, how do I help people dream bigger, uh, go from success to significance, mm. you know, empower them to transform the world? Because I do believe that, you know, that, uh, that people focused on problem solving make the world a better place, and we all can. We can stop complaining and we can start solving. That's it, okay. Final question, what's your definition of greatness? Uh, playing full out, playing full out and uh, contributing in a way that, that leaves the world a better place. Mm, Peter, thanks man, appreciate you brother. Pleasure, thank, thank you. you, thank, thank you. you. The future is brighter than you think, and if you are excited about it and learn about the abundance of technology and the abundance of opportunities that you have at your fingertips right now, then you can really manage all the opportunity coming your way. Again, the MTP, Massively Transformative Purpose. Make sure you start establishing this right now. What is your MTP? Make sure to think about it, obsess about it, and make your decisions based on your MTP. Now, if you enjoyed this, the best way you can give back and support the School of Greatness podcast and myself is by sharing it with one friend and texting it to them and saying, hey, check this out and subscribe to the School of Greatness podcast. I think you'll like this. The more you share this out, the more we can grow and impact humanity together. Our mission is to serve humanity. It's a promise of ours to continue to develop and give you world-class insights, interviews, trainings, tools, resources to help you think differently and open you up in ways you maybe never thought before. And it's our promise to support you in living greater, loving deeper, 
and leaving a legacy for your life. So please share this with a friend and subscribe on the School of Greatness podcast on Apple, on Spotify, and anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Leave us a review as well. I'd love to hear your thoughts, how this has impacted your life, how it supported you, what tool or resource you've used, and how it's made a difference in your life. So share with your friends, leave a review over on Apple Podcast if you can, lewishouse.com slash 881. Make sure to pick up Peter's book. It will support you in figuring out the future and how the future is faster than you think. So make sure to pick that up and tag Peter as well on your Instagram story as you share this out on social media. The future is coming. It's, it's coming very quickly, my friend. It is happening. Right now is the future, and now, and now, and tomorrow, and next year. Time is passing. Are you preparing yourself, and are you setting your life up and designing your life in a way that you maximize everything you want to create in this life? Are you doing all the things and the strategies to extend the health of your life long term, to optimize your mind, everything that Peter talks about here? You have the power Eleanor Roosevelt said, the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. When was the last time you dreamed? When was the last time you believed in the beauty of your dreams? Every day you should be thinking about your dreams, your MTP. What is it that is going to support you in having a magical life? Something that you'll be proud of forever. Something you won't have any regrets around. What is it? This is your life. These are your dreams. I want you to have the life of your dreams, but you got to find the beauty in your dreams. And J. William Fulbright said, we must dare to think unthinkable thoughts. We must learn to explore all the options and possibilities that confront us in a complex and rapidly changing world. I hope you're constantly learning to explore all the options and possibilities in front of you. And I hope this podcast is giving you the guidance and the tools and the accountability every single week to support you in manifesting and creating the life of your dreams. I love you so very much. I hope you feel the love from this show. I hope you feel the love from my voice. And I get to meet so many of you when I travel around the world. I hope you get to feel the love when you say hello and shake my hand and give me a hug. And as always, you know what time it is. It's time to go out there and do something great. If you're on a GLP-1, you're probably loving the results. But how do you feel? All of those side effects can take a toll. So now what? Get to GNC. We'll help with solutions to address those side effects and keep you going on your journey. GNC. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Look around. 
You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed in garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers.